Look, I got a testimony. I got to tell him what God did. I'm calling God the homie. He took me out of the mosh pit. I will contest the phonies. Separate demons and God's kids. I got to spread his word, so I'm going to show you who the God is. The word is my weapon. I move like a general. Hello, everybody, and welcome to today's episode, this episode of Walk With Me. I'm your host, JJ, and it's so good to have you all again. Uh, so good to be behind this microphone. This truly is a blessing and an honor to have a podcast and be able to reach out to someone that might be looking for something, looking for some truth and looking for some uh, guidance. And I really do appreciate all of you who are listening to this podcast. I got word that this podcast is being heard all the way uh, in Europe, Eastern Europe at some places. And it really is an honor to me. I am certainly not worth having this sort of honor, but I really do appreciate it. Uh, you could be listening to any other podcast. There's thousands of them out there, but you took a few moments to listen to this one, and I am grateful. Uh, quick shout out to our sponsors. So is Exquisite Creations uh, with the cups. She's going to be rolling out some new designs. Can't wait for that website to be up so I can give it to you guys. Uh, right now, she's on TikTok. She has some some selections on TikTok. She has matching pins with the t- uh, with the cups and everything. It's really cool. And my music my musician person is going to be True Bars. He's the one that gave the uh, the music, the bump music, the intro and the outro. This is what we're supposed to call it. Um, and while we're talking about True Bars, please do me a favor and when you're praying tonight, if you could. Uh, kind of give him a prayer he's been going through some health issues but like you and i both know he is healed in jesus name just sort of just sort of mention true bars in your prayers if you would please uh we're gonna jump right into everything thank you again for joining us today now what we're going to talk about today is about your past and Please understand that when a lot of times when, when, when we Christians become Christians, sometimes we forget about our past. Sometimes it's something that is our past or all we think about. And it, it's something that is constantly weighed on us and kind of thrown back in our faces. So what we're going to do is we're going to talk about somebody in the Bible with a past and how Jesus dealt with that. So if you could turn in your Bibles to Mark chapter 5, I'm going to read a couple of verses, but you know the, the rule of this podcast. Now, if you know the rule, say it with me. Read a verse or two above, verse or two below, but preferably the whole chapter, because context is important. Now, Mark chapter 5, verse 2. And when he was come out of the ship, immediately there met him out of the tombs a man with an unclean spirit. And go down to verse 7, well, verse 6. But when he saw Jesus afar off, he ran and worshipped him, cried with a loud voice and said, What have I to do with thee, Jesus, thou son of the most high God? I adjure thee by God that thou torment me not. And then if you jump down to verse 
21. Verse 21 says, And Jesus was passed by, passed over again by ship to the other side. Much people gathered unto him, and he was nigh unto the sea. And there came a ruler of the synagogue, Jairus by name. And when he saw him, he fell at his feet. And that verse goes on to talk about how the ruler's daughter was uh, sick unto death. And what I really meant to read was, Verses 16. I'm sorry about that. Verse 15. And they came to Jesus and see him that was possessed with the devil and had the legion sitting clothed and in his right mind. And they were afraid sorry about that small snafu. What we're talking about here. This man with an unclean spirit. Now, this is what the Bible said. He had a unclean spirit. And this is what everyone thought. He had one unclean spirit. He had one little thing wrong with him. In fact, it was so wrong with him that he was naked, cutting himself along the tombs. And every time they tried to chain him up, he would break the chains. And he would run around the tombs. It just kind of goes to show you that not all the time breaking the chains is a good thing. I don't want to get tied up in that. Sometimes you have something unclean in you that needs to be bound up, needs to be controlled. This man was clearly out of control. And Jesus just happened to be coming through. Now, let me just say, I don't believe that Jesus just happened to be doing anything. Jesus never missed words. He never did any extraneous things. Everything he did and said and, and went, and everything had a purpose. And this purpose was to not only teach the disciples, but was to teach us, us modern-day Christians. Now, the first thing that the, the man with the unclean spirit said was he ran to Jesus and said, Hey, listen, don't come over here messing with me. And in one version of the story, Jesus said, what is your name? And the unclean spirit spoke out of the man's mouth and said, my name is Legion, for we are many. Now, if you look at the word Legion, it's, um, it's a word that was commonly used by the Romans. And it was a troop of 2,000 soldiers. So that word Legion that name Legion meant that that man was possibly going to be in control, not by one unclean spirit, but by 2,000. Well, JJ, what makes you think that? Because when Jesus said, told the unclean spirit to come out, the unclean spirit came out and went into a herd of swine. A herd of swine. And the swine was so upset about the whole thing that they ran off and killed them. They ran off the cliff and killed themselves. So, and, and I just want to stop and for station identification and say, a lot of times when people try to use don't eat pork as, and use that as a scripture, remember Jesus cleansed the pork. Jesus cleansed all these animals by the law of sacrifice. And even the 
the swine were so upset at being controlled or inhabited by unclean spirits, they ran off the cliff and killed themselves. But they are not the focus today. The very next thing that we are, we are, you know, attributed to is verse 15. This same man who was naked, this same man that was running around, cutting himself, screaming at the top of his lungs, doing things that crazy people do. We call them crazy these days. The very same thing that the man was doing was now seated, behaving, clothed, and in his right mind. The Bible made sure to mention that he was clothed and in his right mind. Some versions, there's a couple versions out there that says the man was fully clothed and in his right mind. Uh, some of the Hebrew uh, scriptures make that distinction that he was fully clothed and in his right mind and seated, seated in the temple. Now, the thing, the thing that kind of got me was verse 16, and they, and they that saw it told him how it befell to him that he was possessed with the devil and also concerning the swine. And they began to pray him to depart out of their coats. And when he was coming to the ship, he that had been possessed with the devil prayed that he might be with him. Now let's stop and think about that for a second. The man who had just gotten delivered from the, the legion of spirits did not originally intend to go with Jesus. Now, out of the book of Job, I say that that was his, this man's home. He had been there. He had lived there for some time before the legion took him. But when Jesus, after Jesus delivered him, he was fully clothed. He was sitting in his right mind inside the temple. And still, people did not allow his past to be the past. People did not allow the fact that Jesus had himself come and cast the devils out of him, did not let him leave, live that down. And these are church people. Now, notice I didn't say Christians, I said these are church people. They did not let him live that down, they did not let him let that past of him go. But I'm here to tell you, the Bible is telling you that this man, that his possession was in the past. He had already moved on. He had already decided to become something, make something of himself. He decided he was going to sit there and listen to what Jesus had to say, which is why he was in the temple to, to begin with. He knew, he was aware of all of this stuff that he had done. He was aware of everything that he had gone through. He was aware of everything he had uh, he had seen and he had heard and what people had said about him. And when they tried to chain him up and he broke the chains and uh, all the cutting he was doing and all of that stuff, he was aware of it. But he was willing to let his past be the past. And unfortunately, the people who weren't controlled of the devil, the people who weren't uh, afflicted, 
The people who weren't possessed did not want him to get over his past. So much so that they said, we need you to leave. That's funny, because while he was possessed of the devil, they let him run around the tombs. While he was possessed of the devil, they let him cut himself. Now, I tend to think, because just of the way I've heard the way I am, that maybe that this man who was running around the tombs and cutting himself and acting all crazy and breaking chains was a source of entertainment for these people. Now that that entertainment value was gone, they wanted him to leave. That's one theory. The other theory, and which I will which is where we really want to focus on today, is that this man, they were afraid this man would somehow become repossessed by the devils after the swine killed themselves. Well, he did it before. He did all this before. He broke chains and cut himself and he smashed up and he ran around naked and he did all this stuff before. So while he's saying we want him to leave, just in case the devils come back, he's not around here. How often, how often are we treated to the fact that sometimes after we have given our lives to God, we've gotten the Holy Ghost, we're speaking in tongues, we're living right, someone comes up to us and says, man, I remember when you used to fill in the blank. Worse yet, how many times people will come up to you and say, man, you ain't saved. Man, we used to run the streets together. We used to steal together. We used to sell dope together. Matter of fact, we used to do dope together. Not letting you live in your salvation. Not letting you live in the newness of who you are. Not allowing you to change. To enjoy and develop your change that you have undergone. Well, that's what this is. Because that's what living for God is about. You are a new creature. And as a new creature, the old things are passed away. And behold, all things have become new. But there will be people who will tell you that you are no good. Now, let's really break it down. There are going to be times when you are going to think you're no good either. Because trust me, if they remembered all the things you used to do, you remember all the things you used to do, which is why when they say it to you, it will hurt you. You may put a good smile on it. You may put a good face on it. You may act like it don't bother you, but you remember. You remember all the things you did. And you remember the shame that you felt then while doing it and now while remembering it. But the Bible says, he that is in Christ is a new creature. Behold, all things, old things are passed away and all things are new. You are new. You are now sitting in the temple, fully clothed and in your right mind and ready to serve God. Don't let that devil come back and don't let that devil remind you that you're no good. Don't let that devil remind you of that mistake you made 
are you supposed to be saved. Don't let that devil remind you of that time you backslid for a few years. Don't let that devil remind you of that. You've recommitted yourself to God. Now, I'm not saying to just, you know, do a little bit every day and forget about it like it never happened. You have to make sure that you repent. You have to make sure that you ask forgiveness. You have to make sure you forget it. Move on. Don't go back to it. Don't relive it. You can spend a lot of time reliving things. And to me, and the way the Bible seems to suggest, you reliving it and allowing it to cast doubt on you is a prime example of not having faith. Not having faith enough to believe that God is and God believe you and is a reward of them that diligently seek him. This is all Bible. Yeah, yeah, we can talk about, like we talked about in the last episode, we can talk about how, yeah, we're going to heaven one day and we're going to go to, this is about living day to day, living for God now. Walking now. Not yesterday. I lay, Paul said, I lay aside the weight that does so easily beset us and set my eyes towards the prize to come. Don't let anyone that's close to you or not close to you or people that you talk to in the street about Jesus, don't let them throw that in your face. I don't really know who needs to hear this, but this has been on my mind for several days. God has been telling me about this for several days. Don't let, don't let someone steal your victory we talked about it last time. The devil come to steal, kill, and destroy. Guess what he can steal? He can steal your victory by reminding you that, hey, you used to be a dancer. You used to show it off for everybody. You know that dude over there? He probably recognized you. That dude don't know you from Adam. You see that cop over there? He probably know you used to be a drug dealer. And so what if he does? Even if he does, even if you used to be a drug dealer, and used to shoot up the place, that cop sees you, and he sees you living right, you are now a witness of God to him. Of how, of what the power, the Holy Ghost can do in your life. This is not, I mean, this is not about, you know, days of your life, days gone by. This is not, you don't have to carry that anymore. You know why you were baptized in Jesus' name? Acts 2 and 38. Do you know why you were baptized in Jesus' name? For that your sins could be remitted. And we talk about what remission means. It means paid for, done, wiped off the slate. It's like when you look at your credit report and, and you, you, there's a bill you've been paying all, all of a sudden you see a balance of zero. That's done. That's remitted. That's that's gone. You don't have to worry about that anymore. You don't have to carry that shame anymore. I don't care what you did when you was in the world. God don't care what you did when you was in the world. Matter of fact, that's why God saved you because of what you were doing in the world. If we were all perfect, 
if none of us did anything to be ashamed of, there would be no reason. There would be no reason for preaching. There would be no reason for Jesus to come down and save us. There would be no reason for the Holy Ghost. There would be no reason for baptism. There would be no reason for repentance. All of these things happen for a reason. Our past. Our past can be a tool now to reach out and grab somebody else who's completely lost. Paul says something about being all things to all men. How can I, if I've always been a goody two-shoes all my life, talk to somebody who's, I don't know, fill in the blank. You know, somebody who's a rough, tumble guy, want to fight all the time. I cannot talk to him. I can't. I can't reach him. I have no idea what that life is like. Except I had been in that life before. Somebody with anger issues. How do I talk to that person if I've never had anger issues? How can I talk to that person if, if they're going through heartbreak if I've never had heartbreak? How can I talk to that person if if they're doing things to themselves if I hadn't done anything to myself? This is why we have a past. It's time that we could that we can actually use that against us rather than having it hold us down. Because we know of the times that we were running through the tombs. We knew the time that we were just snatching chains off of ourselves and cutting ourselves and being naked and doing all manners of things. We knew. We know now. We can see the devils that were afflicting us. Even though right now we are sitting fully clothed in the temple in our right mind. We knew. We are aware of all the things that were going on. And now we can go out. As a matter of fact, in verse 19, Jesus, after, well, Jesus said to him, and this is after because the, the guy said, hey, listen, Jesus, they don't want me here. Jesus didn't let him come on the boat. Not because the guy used to run through the tombs and cutting himself, but Jesus sent him on a mission. Jesus said, how be it? Jesus suffered him not and said unto him, go home to your friends. And tell them how great the Lord has done for you. How great things the Lord has done for you. And has had compassion on you. And straightway, straightway, that man went and did exactly what Jesus did. Told him, And he began to publish things. And when, he, when I saw that word published, it kind of jumped out at me. This guy was a, a, rather, a rather smart ind- individual. He was rather intelligent because he started publishing stuff. He started writing stuff and putting it out there and making little books and stuff. You know, I, we, I used to tell him this guy was the first guy who made tracks, the Jesus tracks. And the men marveled. And you don't hear anything about those people that said, I want, we want that devil guy to go away anymore. Because the guy began to use his affliction, his downtime, as a testimony to how powerful God is. 
how powerful God is to him. And the same God that delivered him from that legion of spirits, set him on his right path, put him clothed in his right mind, is the same God that can deliver you, that has delivered you from whatever thing you've been delivered from. I don't know your life. I know my life. I know the life of many, many people. And I've, it seems like the people who were the most strung out on drugs, the people who were the worst off, turned out to be the, the best preachers you'll ever hear. Why? Because they have, they know firsthand the delivering power of Jesus. And if they know it, you know it too. Because God has delivered you from something. And because he's delivered you from something, the devil cannot, cannot use that past against you. Only if you don't let him. You cannot allow the devil. You can't allow people that are close to you. You can't block. You can't allow holier than thou, sanctimonious people that, that are out there. You cannot allow that. Your past to be used against you. Because God saw you, me. Everyone here, everybody that's listening to this podcast, people who ain't listening to this podcast yet, God sees everyone in our highest spots in our lives and our lowest spots in our lives. And he's, he can save anybody at any time. But most of the time, people tend to end up getting saved at the lowest part of their lives. And that's just out of the book of Job. Not Job, out of the book of Job. My first name is Joe. I always say JJ, but my first name is Joe. Oh, man, look like I'm out of time. Wow. Um, it's so good to be with you guys. I, I, I seem like I want to go on for another half hour, but I got to wrap this up because I only get a half hour. But, and I don't want, I could talk about this for 946 hours straight. The goodness of God. But we're going to wrap it up here. Uh, once again, um, keep your questions coming. I'm trying to get up to the point where I can do two podcasts in a week, just depending on the schedule. And that second week will be specifically for questions. Uh, just keep those questions coming. I love you all. Thank you for listening. Like it, share it. Um, you can share it through. I think they're going to start coming on Instagram now. This this podcast is really growing. I really and it was it's all because of you guys and God. So uh, I feel like I'm rambling now. So I'm gonna go ahead and let you guys go. Love you all. Thank you and thank you for listening to Walk with Me. I'm JJ. Yeah. True. Ah. Uh. I do it for Jesus. Jesus. Everything I've been doing, give me a reason. Give me a reason. I got this for the little words of a genius. Words of a genius. Everybody needs to know who the leader. Who the leader. See, I do it for Jesus. Jesus. Everything I've been doing, give me a reason. Give me a reason.